welcome to the All Things Overlanding podcast. My name is Fletch, and I'll be your host. Are you ready for some great overlanding content? Then let's get into it. follow me on multiple channels have probably noticed that the truck's been out of action for about two months again. Um, the rear axle snapped actually as I was getting ready to leave for core this year which was a little disappointing but you know what on to bigger and better things. Knew that there were some you know weak spots on the truck and unfortunately it's just bad timing to find it out that way but the cool thing is now I'm working with a shop called For Fox Sake in Franklin, Indiana and with their help we've got some really cool improvements on the way to the truck. So if you want to hear more about what's to come, including completing the Titan swap that is done on the front around to the rear with a full M226 out of a full-size Nissan Titan, stay tuned to hear what's coming next. So as you just saw, dropped off the truck. Again, another huge thanks to my buddy uh, Andy for coming all the way down to help me get the truck down to the south side. Super, super helpful. Amazing, amazing guy. So thank you again, Andy, for that. I really appreciate it. But so let's start by talking a little bit about the shop. So I want to kind of break this episode up into a little bit of talk about the shop, touring the shop, meeting Sean and his team down there. Um, then a little bit about what's coming for the truck, right? Like what are, what are the modifications that are coming? And, uh, and I'm going to share some things that have not been shared previously. This will be the first time kind of talking about some of the other mods that are going to be coming once the truck is fixed too. So this winter is going to be a really busy winter with hopefully lots of camping trips and also then lots of modifications coming for the truck with the hope that by the time that next year rolls around next spring, um, more expo is coming up in April. I'll put a link in the description down below. If you don't have your tickets for that, there's a coupon code down there. Go down there and get your tickets now before they start to sell out. Or, you know, they do have some maximums on people that they can have into that place. And it gets more popular every year. So go down into the description, click through that link, use my coupon code. Make sure you get your discount off of your tickets for there. But I'll look forward to seeing you there. Um, but again, I'm going to kind of, I'm planning to sort of unveil the truck for the first time in person at more expo this year. So tons and tons and tons of modifications coming for that. And then at the end, I'm going to kind of wrap up with timeline, right? Like what does this all look like? When will it actually be done? Because I get that question quite a bit. I've had people DM me just today saying, hey, when, when do you get the truck back? When's it going to be back? What all are you doing? That kind of thing. So I wanted to wrap it all into one sort of like update type episode. And this is it. So. Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, ArmorAll, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on ArmorAll products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at ArmorAll.com. ArmorAll, less work, more clean. Terms apply. Starting first with For Fox Sake. Um, basically, Cody King, a buddy of mine that I've gone camping with a number of times, he was the one that went with me to Georgia to get the rooftop tent a year and a half or two ago. Um, we've been on a ton of trips together. We've been all over the place. And uh, just a great guy. He uh, actually introduced me to this guy, Sean Fox, the owner of For Fox Sake. He said, look, this guy's a good dude. He's done stuff on my vehicles. He's helped out a bunch of people. Um, 
He is on the other side of town from me, so I'm up on the northeast side. He's on the southeast side. Um, but by 40 minutes away, 40, 50 minutes away, it's not a bad trek down there. Uh, but it was, you know, a little bit of a trek, but totally worth it. I got down there. I got to actually meet Sean and his team. I'm going to kind of show you what the shop looks like here if you're watching on YouTube, give you a little sneak peek of, of what their shop looks like. But again, just awesome guys, super knowledgeable. They've done a ton of Jeep stuff. They've done a lot of like off-roading modification stuff and custom fabrication. They've got a lot of specialty uh, machines and stuff down there so they can do a ton of the fabrication type stuff that I can't do in my garage. So that's kind of why I chose them. So, but again, they've been fantastic. One of the things I do want to say about the shop because I've talked to a number of shops, right? We've all worked with like mechanics, service centers, dealerships, right? We've all had our experiences with that. And typically it's awful, right? Like communication sucks. You have to call them multiple times to get a call back. And for me, that's a huge problem because I'm kind of in customer service, right? Like I'm in operations slash customer service. That's been my background my whole life. And I just, I can't trust someone. If, if I can't trust you to email me back, I don't really trust you to take my truck for weeks at a time or months at a time and do work to it, right? Because I don't want to be in the dark. Not to say I want a daily update or anything like that, but you know, I just want some communication back and forth so that I can trust and know that everything's kind of going well. And then I also know that they're going to like reach out to me if there's a problem or if they need something or if the, you know, the cost is going to go up, that kind of thing. And Sean has been fantastic, like better than any other shop I've ever dealt with. And that's not an exaggeration. Like I shoot him two, three emails in a day sometimes where I'm like, Hey, here's this locker that I want to get. Here's this thing. What about this? How much do you think this would be? Is this something you guys can do? And he just shoots me stuff right back. Now, I only do that like once every week or two. So it's not like I'm multiple times a day hitting him up every day. But, you know, I give him updates on like when the, the axle was going to arrive at the shop. And he's like, hey, man, thanks. Appreciate it. We'll let you know when it gets here. Right. And then like two days later, he's like, hey, it's here. Just so you know, when do you want to come down and, and kind of tour the shop and talk about plans? So, again, communication has been excellent. And that is one of my biggest things like that. That's what makes me feel best about the shop. So the reason I mention that too is because if you're in Indiana or in kind of, you know, the Midwest and you're looking for a trustworthy shop that has a ton of experience in like off-roading and that sort of thing, so far, and I'll, I'll update you guys at the end, right, with how this goes, but so far I've been extremely pleased with them and I just think he's a great dude. He was a lot of fun to hang out with. Um, so, you know, I, I would recommend their shop at this point right now, right? So again, I, I can't wait because when it's done, I'm sure that I'll be able to sing their praises even more because I'm super, super excited. I mean, they're doing like a ground up rebuild of an old TJ Jeep or an old CJ Jeep, actually, I'll show you here. I, I took some video of it. And they're trying to get into uh, overlanding upfitting a little bit too. So I told them that was really cool. So again, if you guys are looking for like a shop that can help you with you know, recommendations and what to install and how to install it and they can do all that stuff, especially if there's custom fabrication that's needed or if it's like a roof rack or a bed rack that requires drilling and, and that sort of thing. I think these guys probably be really good at that. But again, just tell them I sent you and uh, I'm sure that they would be happy to help you out. So anyways, that's why I chose For Fox Sake, kind of a recommendation deal, right? Referral, if, if someone that you trust tells you to go to a place, you're generally going to do it. But on top of that, also been really impressed. So really, really excited to have this project get uh, done through to completion. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. All right, so next, as far as the modifications that are coming, I've talked a couple times about various little setups. I was talking about a VK56 swap. 
uh, at one point. Then I was talking about just doing an axle swap. You know, I had a question from uh, someone on Facebook that was like, why are you just doing an M226? It's basically the same axle as what you had in there before. I will answer that question in here too. So I'm gonna try and give you like a, an up-to-date as of this day, when this video is dropping, what is happening with the truck. This is like 99% now because I bought all the parts, it's done. Um, so just so you know, these this is where we're at currently. So again, I was looking at doing a VK56 swap. I still love that idea. The more that we got into it though, the harder it is to source those things. So uh, there is a shop in Ohio that I've heard really good things about, but he's so, so busy that I can barely get a hold of the guy. And so to my point earlier of communication, right? I just didn't want this to turn into a six month, nine month, 12 month project where it was just gonna take a really long time because I need the truck back. I wanna go camping. I wanna make content for you guys. I wanna enjoy the truck, right? And I've got a lot of parts sitting around that we'll get to here in a minute as far as other modifications that are coming for the truck. So I decided to go with For Fox Sake. I started trying to source because they're not Nissan experts like this other shop is. Um, I was like, look, I know I've been doing the research on it. I will try and source a VK56. As I started to do that, it is hard, right? Like it's hard to find a low mileage, decent quality, decent shape, uh, VK56. If you're not a Nissan person, basically that's a 5.6 liter V8 out of a Titan, an Armada. It comes in some of the full-size Nissan vans, the 2500s and 3500s. Um, and so it's it's just the big V8, 5.6 liter V8 that is common to Nissans. In a Frontier, it's actually a pretty bolt-in thing. Like the, the engine mounts are the same. There's some stuff that you have to modify, but for a swap, it's actually a pretty straightforward swap. Um, but so when I talked to For Fox Sake, they're like, look, we can figure it out. We'll do it. We'll learn a little bit, but we'll be able to do it. I'm sure we can figure it out. But then I started trying to source V8s and everything that I'm finding is 150 to 200,000 miles and my engine has 216,000 miles on it and it still runs fine. So then I started thinking like, why am I doing this, right? The whole point originally was if I could get like a 50,000 mile, you know, wrecked Titan V8, that would make sense, right? If I was totally refreshing, I would dump that much money into it. If I was essentially taking the frame and the shell and the build of the truck and just putting a new heart and soul into it with a little bit more power, that would be fantastic, right? But then the more that I thought about it, the more I'm like, if I'm going to buy another 150, 200,000 mile motor that I don't know the history of when I know that my motor runs fine and has done, you know, seven, 8,000 miles all over the country in the last year, um, then why mess with it? Why even go through that expenditure to basically swap it with a potentially less reliable motor? The motor has been fine since we fixed the timing chain guides. So anyway, so then after that, I was like, you know what, look, I can save myself some money. If I need to do a, a swap in the future, then that'll be a thing when the transmission goes someday, which is probably the next thing to go then I will be looking at some sort of either a lower mileage 4.0 swap, so getting the V6 that's already in it because it's fine, I don't need more power than that, or potentially if I could find a, a source of good VK56, I would do a V8 swap, right? But so that's what kind of pushed me away from it was not being able to find a lot of those that are actually low mileage or you know potentially any better from a reliability standpoint than the motor that's already in the truck, why spend the money, right? So then that's when I was like, well look, let me just get uh, an M226 in the Nissan uh, Titan. It's also, to the gentleman that posts on Facebook's point, um, that's the same rear end that's in the Frontier, it's just narrower, right? So the, the track width is wider in the, in the Titan. But other than that, it's a very similar diff. The thing is though, with the M226 and the Titan, you get bigger brakes, you get the wider track. So again, the front of my truck is already Titan swapped. So in the front, I've got CVs out of a QX80. It's got the big full-size Titan brakes all around. Um, so it, it does have all that stuff and the track width is significantly wider in the front. I'll try and throw up a picture here of the truck. I mean, you can, it's very noticeable. Even with two inch spacers in the rear, it's still probably an inch and a half or two inches on each side narrower than the front. So when you're off-roading and you have that different track, you kind of get drug around. You kind of get pulled around in ruts and stuff, and it's kind of a, a weird experience. Um, so at the same time, you know, I did 
have this axle brake. So one of my axle shafts on the passenger side and the rear broke in the truck, in the old axle. Um, and then at the same time, I bent a shock mount. So I was gonna have to have the shock mount stripped off and I bought some uh, ballistic fab boxed units, which I'll throw a picture up of here, but much stronger shock mounts basically. So I was gonna have to have that done anyway. So I'm like, look, if we're already stripping apart this rear axle basically and kind of rebuilding it, pulling out the axle shafts, rebuilding the inside of it, why not just fix the track at the same time? I basically bought the axle for about 1500 bucks shipped, including taxes and shipping and everything off eBay from a, a nice little shop in like Georgia, like a little, you know, parts shop. They were like, hey, we got a rear axle, 1400 bucks, buy it now, free shipping plus taxes, right? So it was about 1498 bucks, but I got this whole axle shipped to the shop. It went straight to the shop. So Sean took that and he's got it stored there along with the truck now that I got it down there. And, um, and so I bought that and then it's just literally the same amount of work, right? But so basically it's costing me about $1,500 more, but it also came with the calipers with the rear rotors and everything. Um, I've got extended stainless steel lines already on the Frontier that we think should fit with some very minimal modification to make the rear brakes work too. But so I get bigger brakes in the rear, I get the wider track, which fixes all that stuff. But while we've got that all apart, they are gonna strip the whole you know, diff apart. They're gonna take the diff apart. They're gonna take the axles apart. And I bought a rebuild kit. I'll put links to all this stuff in the in the description. They're actually on Amazon and they're cheaper than they are at other places. So I'll give you the, the rebuild kit that I got for the M226 for the Titan. And I will also get, I'm buying an, a mechanical locker. So I was looking at e-lockers, but the bad thing is all of them are on back order for months. So what I ended up doing because those are all on back order is I bought a Yukon Grizzly uh, mechanical locker. So it's basically almost like an LSD, but unlike an LSD with clutches and all that stuff that slips, it's just, it's a mechanical locker. So when it detects, you know, wheel spin, then it's gonna actually lock those together. It should last longer than an LSD. And it's all sort of automatic, right? I don't have to push any buttons, it's always on. It allows me, it'll disconnect to allow me to turn and stuff so I don't have to mess with it. But then at the same time, it will also automatically lock the thing up when I'm going over stuff. Now I've got a winch too, I've got a ton of recovery gear. I, I go solo a lot, but I don't wheel a lot solo. So I'm not really concerned about it. I feel like it'll be way, way better than an open diff, right? And even better than an LSD, maybe one step below an e-locker, except I'll still have a lot of the benefits, but without having to wire anything or push a button on and off to turn it on and off, it'll always be on. So I'll always have the benefit of that mechanical locker. Even if I don't think that I need it, it'll still be there working in the background. Um, so that's that's cool. The whole diff is going to be torn apart. Everything's going to be gone through, redone. We're going to re remove the, the leaf perches and remount those, move the shock mounts and use those ballistic fab boxed units. Um, so when it's all done, it's going to be basically a custom Titan M226 fitted for a Frontier, mounted in place with the big full-size Titan brakes, um, you know, all that stuff. So there's a ton of benefits. My track width is going to match. It's just going to be a great all-around truck, I think, and pretty bulletproof aside from the 216,000 mile motor and trans, right? That'll be the next thing to go for sure. But then at that point, I mean, swapping in another four liter out of another Frontier Xterra is not that hard. I mean, it's unplug and replug, right? Like it's not, I mean, I'm, I'm making that sound way simpler than it is. I won't be doing that by myself, but I've got some really mechanically inclined friends, <coughs> Cody Allison, that uh, will be probably, hopefully willing to help me with that project whenever that day comes, but hopefully I can get a couple of years out of it. So we'll see. It's only been one year since I bought the truck so far and it's been broken about four or five months out of the 12, 13 that I've owned it. So we'll see, but uh, yeah, anyways. So that is the rear situation going on. Um, let me talk really briefly, cause this is going long already about kind of the other modifications that are coming once I get the truck back. So I also have a garage full of parts 
that I have been acquiring or that I have, you know, received from various sponsors and things like that, that I definitely want to bring up because they're super exciting and I'm really excited to get them on the truck and show them off. Um, so one of those things that I purchased is I did buy a Z1 snorkel kit and for Fox sake is actually going to throw that on for me too. So I'm gonna have a snorkel now. So just a nice little thing for water and dust. And I mean, this summer I did a lot of driving and I, my air filter was full of dust. So I can get it up out of the dust a little bit. That helps too. Same with the water crossings and stuff in the UP or down in uh, Kentucky, that kind of thing. So snorkels going on. Another thing that was really fun about the truck when I bought it is that the key, the Frontiers only have one key lock and it's on the driver's side door. And that thing never works. Like one time out of a thousand, you turn the key and it will unlock the door. So if the battery ever dies, I'm screwed, right? Like I'm literally breaking into my own truck because I can't get the door unlocked. So for Fox sake is gonna take a look at that. They're gonna try and fix that door lock cylinder too at the same time so that my key actually works in the door. I know, crazy, right? Simple little things like that. But so they are working on that as well. Then the other future mod. So I did just buy some wheels and I will try and throw a picture up here. Um, I got some steelies again. And I, if you guys know me, I'll throw a picture of the Xterra up here too. My Xterra had steelies on it. It's my favorite setup I've ever had. I just love the look of it. So I actually picked up these FJ Cruiser steelies because one thing, Nissan people, you know, the stock Frontiers and Xterras are six by 114.3 wheel lug patterns. The Titan though is six by 139.7, AKA Toyota, Chevy, you know, some other, uh, some other makes. Uh, wheel lug pattern, but it's a different wheel pattern than wheel bolt pattern than a stock Frontier or a stock Xterra. The FJ Cruisers are 6x139.7. The Forerunners, a lot of the Toyotas are 6x139.7. So I found a gentleman locally who was selling five Steelys that he took off of his FJ Cruiser when he replaced the wheels. He took them and had them cleaned up and repowder coated and then he stored them. So I got a great deal on these things locally and got five. 18 inch black powder coated, basically brand new FJ Steelys. And I'm gonna put some tires on those and that's probably gonna be my new setup. So I'm excited for that. So keep your eyes open, make sure you, you subscribe to see the future uh, look of the truck because I'm really excited. I think it's gonna look rad with those new wheels. So that's coming. Um, on top of that, I also got, so I met last year at Moore Expo, uh, the guys from Extrusion Overland. They make these amazing bed racks. Like, all extrusion based so you can basically mount stuff almost wherever you want like the, the opportunities are endless for where you can mount stuff so I'm working with them to get a bed rack for the Frontier they do make them for the Frontiers so if you're looking for a really cool really good really flexible super customizable bed rack stay tuned because I'm gonna be showing off the extrusion one once I get the truck back the plan is to start to get that on I'm gonna have to redo the whole truck right I've got a ton of things I'm gonna have to do to the truck and that is one of them that is coming the extrusion bed rack will be going on um, so more to come on that, stay tuned, but I will show you that in the near future. There'll be a whole episode about it probably talking about how flexible it is and how easy or hard it was to install the thing. Um, so that's coming. On top of that then, Otzi, uh, the folks from Otzi who I have one of their fire pits and it is an awesome little fold flat, super lightweight fire pit, probably one of my favorite fire pits that I own. Um, they were gracious enough, they just released like a month or two ago this new thing called the Mod Rack System, which is for your spare tire. So I have a fifth spare tire on a uh, swing out on the back of my truck, which is unutilized space, right? I've had that truck for a year. I've wheeled it pretty hard and I've never had to change a tire. You may need to. So there is one downside to this, which is if you mount a bunch of stuff to your spare tire and then you need to use the spare tire, you're gonna have to remove all that stuff, right? It is easy to remove and stuff. But again, after a year of doing that, I've never needed a spare. I've actually only one time ever in the last five years had to change out a tire. And it's because I pulled a valve stem on my Xterra. 
So anyways, this thing is really cool. It has a like a panel that goes over your spare that you can attach a trash can to. So they have like a, their own trasheroo style trash bag that mounts in a proprietary way on their, their mod rack system. And then it's got like some flat panels that you can strap to it to attach tools to like axes or shovels. So a lot of that stuff that you may want outside of the vehicle that get dirty, that get rained on, that get muddy, you know, that kind of thing like shovels, axes, that stuff can be mounted to it. Roto packs can be mounted to it. So there's a ton of customizability and flexibility in this mod rack system. And so they were again, gracious enough to send me that. So as soon as I have the truck all set up again, that thing is going on there. I will also do an unboxing on that to kind of show you what comes with that and, and how it works, but it's pretty universal. So it doesn't just have to be for a Frontier. Anybody with a, like a rear mounted tire, you can use this system. So anyways, that is coming as well. And then on top of that, there's just so many cool things. BioLite, you know, I, I have worked with them a few times in the past. They have this new 1500 watt hour power bank. Um, I do have a dual battery system, so I don't really need the 1500 watt hour thing, but I probably will use it as like a all-in-one enclosed, like charge all my stuff, keep all my camera gear going, keep my tent powered, all that stuff in the back. Uh, versus having to use my dual battery just so I don't even have to worry about it, right? So, but that thing is an amazing piece of gear. So more to come on that. I'll be showing it for sure. And it may eventually become like a, you know, a lighter weight, agile car camping type of thing. If I don't take the truck sometimes on a trip, that may go. So anyways, lots and lots of stuff to come. So let's finish up real quick here with Timeline. So what does this timeline look like, right? So it is currently at the time of recording this video, a week before Thanksgiving. When this video comes out, will probably be next weekend, so after Thanksgiving, the weekend after Thanksgiving. I'm kind of hopeful that, and this is all speculation, but based on the timeline that the shop gave me, I'm thinking by like maybe the second week in December, or at least by, by Christmas, the truck should be done and back in my hands. So again, really cool stuff coming. Then I'm a big winter camper, so there'll be lots of trip videos and stuff once I get the truck back and it is going again. So I'm gonna try and get out as much as possible, show off the truck, test out the truck, um, do some walk-arounds on it, again, to show you the full thing. It's been a while since I've done one of those. So again, there's going to be a lot of changes coming. So if you are a Frontier person, guy, girl, and you're looking for a channel, again, with Frontier stuff, now that it will be all fixed again, there's going to be tons and tons of Frontier content coming for you guys and girls. So uh, stay tuned for that. So hopefully by middle or end of December, that'll all be done. And then in January, I'm going to be out camping I'm planning to go to Illinois, to Wisconsin, probably down to Kentucky a time or two. So there are a ton of trips coming up. And then next year, I don't want to spoil the surprise, but there are some big trips, some big out-of-country trips that may be coming up that are in the works. Now, I'm not 100% sure on them. i got to figure out a bunch of stuff with work and stuff, but there could be some really epic frontier off-roading action, perhaps north of the border, if that makes sense. So anyways, we're working on it. Um, but I hope that that was interesting for you. I hope that that's a good update on things that are to come for the channel um, and for the truck. So stay tuned. Again, if you are a Nissan person, if you're a Frontier person, particularly, I'd love to have you subscribe because there's going to be a ton of content coming to that. If you're looking for a really modified, tons of cool modifications and gear stuff, overlanding style build, more to come on that for sure. Um, so again, thank you so much for watching. Thanks for listening. If you're listening on the podcast, I really appreciate you guys. Um, you're all awesome. All the messages that I get all the time are amazing and I, and I love hearing from you guys. So thank you so much for that. Um, if you're not already, look in the description down below. Again, tickets to more expo are down there. Links to all these great brands that I mentioned. I will put links to the locker that I got. I will put links to um, you know, more info on everything regarding the rear axle swap. It's not as bad as people make it out to, to be on the forums. It's really not. Um, so if you're interested 
in that stuff, if you have questions about it, definitely feel free to reach out. Once the truck is done, I plan to go down to Four Fox Sake and kind of have Sean walk us around the, the truck and talk about what he did and exactly how he kind of did the swap and what was required. So again, helpful content for you guys and girls thinking of doing a rear axle swap out of a Titan into a Frontier. So that'll be coming as well. Um, but make sure to hit that subscribe button. Click the bell to be notified when new videos drop. Do a couple every single week, so tons of stuff to come. Um, also links to Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Patreon. I've got a Patreon page. We've got a Discord. We all kind of hang out and chat in that 24-7. And uh, it's just been great. It's a really great little community that we're trying to grow up, so I'd love to have you over there. And then last but not least, there's the Newbie Overlanders page. Totally free to join on Facebook. Almost 11,000 members at the time of recording this thing. Just started it earlier this year, so it's been really great. And we're just kicking out anybody that's a jerk and just letting people that are, you know, legitimately want to ask questions, newer folks that, that want to learn, uh, come in and, and have a great place with some helpful, more experienced people to help them that aren't going to poop all over them, right? So anyways, uh, I'd love to have you in any of those channels you want to hang out in, so come hang out. Uh, but thanks again for watching, thanks for listening, and we'll see you guys next week.